What's going on, everybody? Thank you for joining me for another episode of Build Your Fort with Lentheus Cheney. I'm your host, Lentheus Cheney, and today I've got someone near and dear to me in the house. It is the little sister that I never knew I had, Miss L'Oreal Banks, who happens, just like her big brother, to be an entrepreneur. And she's out there doing things in the fashion industry. And I wanted you guys to join us for a conversation about entrepreneurship, about family, and how we came to know that we grew up around the corner from each other and didn't know it. So L'Oreal, my sis, thank you so much for joining me today. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you, bro? Thank you for having me on Build Your Fort. I'm so excited to be here. I'm excited to have you. I've been wanting to get you on for a while, especially since I know that you also an entrepreneur. I want to support you and help you in your business and let other people know about it. And not only that, you're just unbelievably talented. So the name of your business is Goddess Factory. Yes, Goddess Fashion Factory, a clothing brand that I offer custom clothing and accessories and sometimes ready to wear items cool so i know you primarily design with african prints is that has been your your primary type of clothing to design since you started not at all that was like not even i think i was the person i was dating at the time i was going to a lot of cultural events and that's when i started falling in love with african prints the the diaspora the meaning going full force knowing more about our history so i started off with like i would say like club wear at the time when i was in school so it kind of worked out okay so what got you interested in fashion how did you come to love fashion and eventually go to school for fashion and wanted to actually make this a career to be honest i didn't know what i wanted to do when i graduated high school and i started learning how to sew in my senior year of high school from a reverend at the church and that was it you know people told me they gotta move to new york don't do it go to school for computers i'm like no i didn't want to do it so i started looking for schools i was supposed to go to tampa for art program at Tampa Art Institute. And, you know, I was scared to leave home. So I ended up at AIU. That was the next best thing beside the Art Institute of Fort Lauderdale. Okay. So, yeah. And so that's what I find so amazing. Although we grew up around the corner from each other, not knowing that we were related, but in actuality, you were born 87? Yeah, 87. You were born 87. And I think in 87, I think I was 16, either 15 or 16, we were born and had no clue that I had a sister just a couple of streets away from me. And what's really amazing is that we have so many similarities in the fact that you went to AIU, I went to AIU, always interested in art, same thing, family telling me you should go into computers and get a job that's going to sustain you like that. And I did all that, but was never truly satisfied or happy doing that. Although I took that route and it's been a source of, of income for many years. I always just like yourself wanted to create, but you ended up still 
following your dreams, following your passions, but you're also full-time a flight attendant. Yes. How did that happen? I am. <laughs> well, I was ready to leave the state. I ended up working in the state by choice. I was assistant manager at the time before going to the state of Florida. And the store was closing, so I needed something really quick just to compensate for me being without work. So, okay, fast forward. Four years later, being at the state of, state attorney's office, I'm like, oh, being at a desk every day is not for me. Of course, I could have went back to retail, but I'm like, okay, let's see what else I can do to discover, see more of the world. And I just applied, and I was out just like, just like that. And it's been what I've been a fighter since for four years. Wow! <laughs> how how has that 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 job helped you in your fashion? What things have you been able to do and increase your visibility in your in your true passion with travel? So far, I've done a few vending events out of state. I think the very first one I did was in Baltimore someone I had met from social media just she was I believe she purchased some things from me when I was back on Etsy and we just kept in contact I would do a lot of wholesale orders for her her business and she invited me to come out to one of her events and I packed my suitcase full of God's slash factory items took my best friend with me rented a car flew into Baltimore flew and then flew into DC and made it happen. So it has afforded me to be able to still do both and do what I love the most. So what is it like juggling as an entrepreneur full time and also having a full time job? I know we talked a little bit about, you know, balance has been something that you've really had to work on. What do you how's that working out for you now that we're in the new year? What are you doing to make sure you keep that balance? Now it's, I'm mainly setting boundaries. I can't get burnt out. I can be going four days at a time, but in between those times of me being off, I would take custom orders, and then I'm working to the day before I have to leave again, and this it burns me out. So the new year, I said to myself, I have to create boundaries, not only in my personal life, but business as well, because if not... They'll walk over you, think you can, they can do pretty much anything, come to you with last minute orders and expect you to perform a magic trick, which most times I do, but I can't do it anymore because, you know, being creative doesn't really just come at the time. It's more emotional at times. You have to make sure your mind is right, your body is right, your health is right. So if none of those things are in order and in alignment, sometimes the order just goes south real fast. And now you all up all time of night <laughs> trying to fix corrections. And it's like, oh, I should have just said no. So mainly just creating boundaries and, you know, just doing, doing better with that. That's good. That's good. You've, You've said the key word is creating boundaries so that you don't burn yourself out and taking time for you and doing what you can. Do you think there'll ever come a time or is it even a dream of yours to move away from full-time work and just doing your fashion full-time? 
It has. It is a dream. It's still just mainly, I think, I have stepped away from it just a little bit. But I think I miss having my, my office space and just being able to do that from time to time. If I could do that full time, perfect. Maybe I'll still fly from time to time. I could still do both. But mainly, I do want to design full time. And I think I can make it happen. I think you can too. (laughs) So like I mentioned also before that you and I went to the same school. And I think we had similar situations where we went to school. We both have a degree in fashion design and fashion marketing. And had a hard time you know, breaking into mainstream, you know, I've had a couple of lines on my own and had a few mishaps and decided school was the way to learn more. And then I'll be able to make it. And um, still, it was really difficult stepping into the real fashion world in the New York scene. And I understand you had the same problem. What was your experience like after graduation? After graduation, before I even graduated, I had an interview. uh, Where was it? White House Black Market for an assistant designer position. I drove up to Fort Myers to, to have a drive. My mom and told, because of course she, she didn't want her baby driving up by herself. But went through the interview. It was an all-day process. I think I finished what? Went in. Could have been like 7 a.m. to about 5. Did a full tour. Interview with like five different people. I don't still say no. And it's just no after no after no. And it's like, what am I going to do? So a lot of jobs still to this day, they want you to have experience straight out of college. In most cases, even if you do an internship, it's still not enough. So I went through a lot of disappointment. And that's what made me just go ahead and just do my own thing. Have you found your fulfillment in doing your own thing even more so than working for somebody else? Of course, it's always well because you don't have to really answer to anybody but you. But then again, it's just you. So, <laughs> yeah, I understand that a hundred percent. But something about being able to create your own destiny and doing your own thing—it's a good feeling, especially when you get to do it on your own terms and don't have to answer to anyone else. You know, luckily we have the internet now, and you get more support from other consumers that are looking for Black-owned goods and Black-owned businesses? You know, do you utilize Instagram and Facebook quite a bit for your sales? I do. You know, when I first started, I used to do a lot of vending events, and so that's how my name got around South Florida. So I used also used Facebook and Instagram and a little bit of YouTube from time to time. I do have a few YouTube videos, but... No, back then, I didn't have the good skills to record record a good quality video, but it does help if you utilize it. Somebody will see it. It don't matter who, but (laughs) I mean, you just just want the exposure, really, you know? So, Goddess Fashion Factory, where'd you you come up with that name? Oh, man. It It was so many, so many names in the pool. If you look at the my logo, it's more based on Egyptian as far as the the wings, which is my eye, 
Mod stands for balance. So, which is a goddess. So, I said, okay, let's, let's play with the, the wings and see how you go and just call it Goddess Fashion Factory. And since I'm a goddess, I always refer to myself as the head goddess in charge. I just went with the, went with it and there it was. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's, that's good. I like that. I, I am so amazed at the fact how much of a free spirit you are and you're so how, how similar we are. It just, it really blows my mind for two people who are related to not grow up around each other and to be able to have such similarities. And, you know, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. And I don't know how much you really know about our father. I didn't grow up with him. You know, he was in and out a little bit here and there. But as you probably know, he was a guy who was the ultimate entrepreneur. Always doing something. I can, right. I can remember him, you know, being the person who had a motorcycle brigade that did funerals and, you know, led the family. And, you know, he, he did T-shirts. He did, that man did some of everything. And I think that is something that we, although we didn't know him very well, we got from here. It's got to be in the bloodline because there's no way that you and I could have such similarities without knowing each other and then follow down the same types of paths. So it's got to be in the bloodline. So what what do you know about him and what was it like growing up with or without him? Well, you know, my mom married, so I always had a father in my life, you know, my stepfather, but I never considered him step, but always knew of him to be, like you said, an entrepreneur. Christina had always had pictures with him, but, you know, I never had any pictures with him. And I would see business cards with his, his record, business cards, and I knew he was an escort. So that was about it. I, I used to see him from time to time deliver stuff at uh, North Dade Middle. At one time, he was delivering doing drop-offs it was another time we were bowling next to him at the bowling alley never said anything so i would have run-ins with him but never i think i probably met him once at the child support office but we not going <laughs> yeah we all but, uh, we all know about the child support child support meetings yeah we'll call it that right. Right. Yeah, that's but, uh, yeah. I know he was watching so it was always good to know that maybe that was, you know, inherited some 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 for some form, you know. Right. But so our our sister Christina, who's also my little sister, I think I'm the, the eldest. You're you have another brother and he's older than you. How old is he? Forty? Forty one? Okay. All right. So that's your brother from your stepfather and your mother. Christina, you and I share the same father, different mothers. How, do you, did Christina have a relationship with him? No. Wow. Maybe younger, but that's about it. Yeah. But it was good that you still grew up with, like you said, a stepfather that you don't consider step. And I don't consider you guys step either. You know, when I say I have sisters, I'm like, yeah, I have sisters. You know, our our older sister, Cassandra, is the one who figured all this out. So what was it like when you found out that you had yet another brother? 
I never knew about you. They were always talking about, I think I only knew Virginia's name, because that's you know, the only one everyone ever talked about. I used to pick up Christina when she was little, but I never knew about you. And I remember on the layover, Christina sent me your picture in, on Facebook, and I'm like, who's that? She was like, your brother, and I, I think I FaceTimed her right away, and I was like, no way. And um, the rest is history. Yeah. So I was like, wow. Yeah, that was quite an amazing story. And you and I met and I was like, wow. So it was a good feeling to know that I have yet another sister out there who was doing amazing things, following her dreams. And um, I can also live vicariously through you and watch you do what you got to do. But we're going to do some business <laughs> together soon. We have to. We have to. We have to. We have an amazing story of such similarities and such interests that really, really relate to each other that I think that we could come up with something really, really cool. So you guys be tuned for that one day. <laughs> so as a part okay, very soon, very soon, for sure. I'm not playing. I remember I said I wanted to do something else. And I think when that, when that time rolls back around for the project that I told you about, I think we need to mm -hmm. definitely embark on that. Cause I'm still on your flight away. Just a couple of hours, a couple of That's hours. It. <laughs> So as an entrepreneur, what kind of tips do you have, things that you've learned along the way that other budding entrepreneurs or people who are juggling nine to five and entrepreneurship at the same time, what kind of advice would you give them? Uh, don't let the, the no's discourage you. Keep going. It doesn't matter who's in the same business as you. There's always room for who you are, what you do, your core values that you stand behind, that's going to make you stand out. So doing business of integrity always go, go a long way. So that's what kept me in business for what I legalized in 2013. So it's nine years this year. So just being honest and being a good business person overall. And that makes you stand out no matter what. Mm. And you'll always have people who's going to follow you no matter what. So if you've been going for a while, they're ready for you to put out new things. So never let anything stop you in your way. Just got to keep going, stay focused on the reason why you started your business. Those are, and the reason why I will keep you there. Those are great, great words. Thank you for that. What's next for you? 2022 is here. I know you say you're doing a lot of custom orders right now. Considering doing some rebranding, that's something that you're thinking about also. What is one big thing that you think you're going to you're gonna embark upon for this year? Oh, man. I do want to update my website and get more product on um, more shows more vending and just getting my name back out there i've been going on quite a while just being that i'm not in town so often so it's just mainly going back to the drawing board know what works throw away what doesn't work and and go from there good deal well, my love, L'Oreal, thank you so much for joining me on this episode, really, really special episode to me of Build Your Fort. This gives me an opportunity to let my audience know a little bit more about me and about people in my life. And I'm glad you've 
you were up for it today. And so, you know, I encourage you to keep on doing what you're doing. I'm proud of you. I love you. And we're going to make some things happen. So thank you so much for joining me. No, thank you for having me. I love you as well. 